Hey, what's up all of you who are tuning in to check out our latest message right here online. Listen, it's going to be a great message and we hope that you enjoy, but even more than that, we would love to see you in person at one of our live weekend worship experiences. If you're not in our area, we want to encourage you to find a local church where you live because we just believe that we're no good alone. We're better together and you need family. So if you're not in our area, make sure you find a place where you live where you can attend a physical church and become family. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy the message and have a good day. They're going to be going for their time in God's Word, and we're going to go to God's Word this morning, and I want to share with you what God has impressed on my heart this week, now that we're done with the series, The Father Wants You, Only the Devil Lies. So when you hear people out in the world say, I feel like I've been rejected by God, that would be incorrect. Only Jesus was rejected, and he was rejected by his own people. The Father Wants Individuals. But because he wants people, we have to answer the call of prayer. I want to back up for a second again because I think we're so comfortable in our era that we really didn't catch what I shared earlier. Daniel knew what was coming, but you know what? The power of God was greater than the power of lions. Literal lions and then internet lions. Daniel believed in the power of God. May this house continue to be established on the power of God. Listen, if you pray right, you have nothing to flaunt. But when you're not praying the way God wants us to pray, then we're going to do things that will absolutely cause a ruckus outside. Come on now. This morning I want to give to you, and by the way, we have an assignment There are 11 schools in this district, so we're going to have 11 small groups. I'm not going to teach that long on God's Word for us to pray, but we're going to get in small groups, 11 of them. I've already got it all passed out, and there's going to be 12, actually, because there's a district office also. And you'll take the handout, and you're going to pray over what's on the list. For example, administration, faculty and staff, students, parents, and then buses, etc. Listen, we, the church, the body of Christ, have got to become serious in this nation that our greatest weapon is prayer. And when we begin to pray, strongholds absolutely will come down. So prepare yourself. There's going to be 11 plus 1. There's going to be 12 circles here. And all you're going to do is you're going to take a moment and you're going to pray over administration, faculty and staff, school resource officers, students and parents, and buses. We are going to go all the way through the school year with no issues, none, zero. Amen? I think more about it now than I did when I was an administrator in a school, though I did think about safety and security and culture, but now it is really apparent to me that everything's on the line. I almost said to Judge Browning on Friday morning, Sir, I don't mind being here for the juvenile times, but I never want to be here because of a legal situation that we did not follow through in our schools. We are not where we used to be. 
So if you still have that old mindset, delete it and receive the word of the Lord today and know where we are and what we're up against. The lions may be roaring, but listen closely, they cannot outdo the power of God. So this morning, it is a call for us to be people of prayer. I want to give you one other thing. Make sure the doors are locked, please. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm going to ask that everyone in those 12 circles take each Monday and make it a day where you fast something other than food. I was really chomping at the bit when the Holy Spirit brought this to my attention And I was at Lancaster yesterday, and one of the men in the small group said to me, the greatest need we have is not only that we are praying, but we are fasting something more than food. Wow. I told him, I said, shh, stop. I don't want to hear any more. Because see, here's how it works. When you don't listen to the inner voice, then God uses someone outside to get your attention. He even used a jackass in the Old Testament. In case you haven't been in God's word lately. It freaked out the prophet of God when that jackass started talking. I would too. Like, okay, Lord, I'm done. I'm going to listen. So, (laughs) each group, starting tomorrow, because, listen, please. We say we're concerned. We say that we're all in till it's time to be in. And then we go, well, I don't know. I'm going to ask you to pray in that group and for that school and then carry it for nine weeks. At the end of nine weeks, we'll come back and do it again, and then you'll switch up a particular school. All right? But then tomorrow, I'm not talking about food You're going to give up something, for example. If you're real big into watching the evening news from 6 to 7 or 6.30 to 7, set that aside. Put it away. Whatever it might be. Thank God college football is not on yet. I don't care about pro football. They can have it. Gosh, I wish I could have a big-time contract and then go, eh, I'm not going to show up. Let's pray. Hmm. Uh, Father, we thank you now as we go into your word and prepare to hear from you through your word. Show us these seven important steps that will give to us power against the forces of darkness. Not individuals, not people, but the forces of darkness. Open our hearts, our eyes, and our ears that we might receive the word of the Lord. And God's people said, amen. Let's open with some quotes this morning. If you only pray when you're in trouble, you're in trouble. Prayer should be the key of the day and the lock of the night. We could stop a lot of the issues at the home level if prayer was invited back into the home to start the day and to close the day. The great revivalist Leonard Ravenhill said, no man or woman is greater than than his or her prayer life. (laughs) So this is nothing. For you, you may say, wow, pastor did a great job this morning. Or you may say something else. God's not impressed with either side of that. He wants to know who I am in private. He wants to know how much I spend with him in his presence in private. Who you are 
in your prayer life, that's who you are. Hmm. So now let's look at seven calls to prayer. Number one, Matthew chapter 6, 9 and 10. I wasn't going to do this yesterday, but when he says to do it, I obey. And he asked me to take this yesterday to Lancaster, and we only got through the first one. But I'm going to treat it a little bit different this morning. I want you to have all seven of these. If you're really concerned about everything that's happened in this nation publicly, privately, in our schools, in our communities, then you're going to heed the call to pray. Matthew 6, 9, and 10, listen to what Jesus said. The boys had been hanging out, but they didn't understand. Hello? You can be in church all your life and have absolutely no clue how to deal with darkness. And so the boys came to Jesus, that would be the disciples, and they said, Lord, teach us to pray. How do you do it? And this is how Jesus did it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, we know this so well that you're already through the prayer. <laughs> Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Listen very closely. To have an effective prayer life, you pray for his kingdom and his will. Not our kingdom and not our will. His kingdom and his will. I asked the men yesterday, I said, hey, the other day, let's call it Friday, what was the weather like here in Gilchrist? They said, oh, it was some rain. I said, you didn't have lightning and thunder? They said, no. I said, Levy County was crackling. And they looked at me like, what's this got to do with what you just said? Everything. When you start praying for his kingdom and his will, there will be all kind of sound barriers. There will be all kind of issues. There will be all kind of things that will begin to erupt because the enemy is fighting his kingdom and his will. So we had a little time yesterday with Joshua, and he loves being around me at times. And so I asked him, point blank, I said, Joshua, did you have your devotions today? His head dropped down. I said, oh, so you enjoy the meal, but you didn't get any daily bread. Jesus said, man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Your ability to forgive, your ability to do away with temptation is based on the level of bread you take in. Hmm. Pray for his kingdom and his will. So, number one, prayer is all about his kingdom and his will. Look at the life of Christ so that you understand it'll cost you more than you understand. Hmm. Number two, pray with faith to the Father. Every one of us have been let down. Every one of us have felt the impact. All of us know all about human relationships to some degree. But listen, pray with faith to the Father. Look at it with me, if you will, please. Mark chapter 11, 22 to 25. Have faith in yourself. Have faith in your degree. Have faith in your bank account. Have faith in your government. No, he didn't say any of those things. He said, have faith in God. And Jesus answered, I tell you the truth. It's always amazing to me, church, whenever he who is the embodiment of truth says, I tell you the truth. That's like a double dose. If anyone says to this mountain, 
Go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you've received it before it arrives. That's what he's saying. Believe that what you just prayed for has already arrived because you're praying, listen, for his kingdom and his will. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive based on the amount of bread that you have so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. I would encourage all of our young people here this morning, all of you actually, go see the movie Brian Banks. There's a little bit of language. It's a true story. And young men specifically, may I have your ears, gentlemen, young men, go watch that movie. And learn from Brian Banks' life how the traps are out there. Listen, his name is Pasco. He doesn't mind me using his name. Pasco said, all that the enemy does is make suggestions. We're the ones who are the suckers. The enemy just makes suggestions. Please take in the movie Brian Banks. It's a true story. It really happened. And it's devastating See how an innocent person was charged for a crime he never committed. Go see the movie, specifically all men, specifically all of our young men. Know the hour in which you're living and the lions are roaring. Holy Spirit. Hmm. Have faith in God. Pray with faith to the Father. Pray with faith, not based on your circumstances, not on your surroundings, not on the events that you may face this week. Just pray in faith to the Father. And those who pray according to the kingdom and according to his will, they see the mountains move. Hmm. Hmm. Number three, Psalm 5.3. In the morning, O Lord, hmm, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you, and I wait in expectation. Number three, so simple, pray in the morning. The Bible says that Daniel, trusting the Lord for next Sunday, because I want to know how many Daniels we really have. I dare you. I dare you. I hear that all the time, but I don't hear it spiritually. I dare you. Daniel was a man who dared the enemy to attack him. And he prayed in the morning, he prayed at noon, and he prayed in the evening. He went so far as to open up the windows so they could actually hear him and see him praying, which was against the culture. Are you going against the culture? In the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you, ready, and wait in expectation. Listen closely. Prayer brings victory in the morning for those who wait. In expectation, meaning even before the day rolls out, you've already won the day. Almond Gunner and I have been talking over the weekend. He said, Coach, please don't forget, it's already done. It's finished. He said it at the cross. It's for every person who's been bathed in the blood of the Lamb. It's already finished. Now it's game time. Let's step up and let's play at that level. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let me give you an example. Play it. What does that mean? Play at that level. So Joshua got a new weed eater. Man, I'm going to tell you something about that stuff. Just give me the old stuff. 
because I understand it and it works. So I'm out there and I'm doing some weed eating yesterday and that sucker runs out of weed, uh, the line. And I'm not done and it's raining. See, anybody can play in the first inning. Some play in the fourth inning. Seldom do you see people playing in the eighth and ninth inning. Well, gentlemen, can I talk to you? You got to humble yourself. What's he talking about? Ask Robin. Ask Robin? What does she know about a weed eater? Hey, Robin. She gets on the internet and she's listening something about a weed eater. I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I'm in the rain. You're playing around on the phone. I just want to get this thing loaded and get it done. Well, she did it. And I brought the weed eater to her. And she loaded that thing. Give her a big round of applause. You can't make it alone. You need those. And specifically, if you're married, you're in a covenant relationship. Well, guess what? Went back out, right back into it. Keeps on raining. I'm out of weed line again. I'm going, okay, Father. People quit so fast. Well, I prayed and he didn't answer. I'm done. Yes, you are, but he's not. He's waiting on you. Robin, what? Hi, sweetheart. I had a half a notion because it was that moment just to leave it outside so she could come outdoors and enjoy liquid sunshine. Oh, no, no. I know better. I brought it inside. No, not into the house, to the patio area. Sweetheart, can you help me one more time? It's good to walk humbly before the Lord. Your prayer life will help you do that. Give her another round of applause. She did it twice. And I am so adamant about finishing what I start. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no... No, 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 no. There's no rabbit chasing this morning. Jesus was adamant of finishing the will of the Father. The Bible says that he set his face like flint to go to Jerusalem. He knew what was awaiting him. He was going anyway. I was dog thinking about where I finished up. Lord, you can have Duke any moment. I ended up in the dog pen. Some of you just lost your cool. And I'm back there and I said, I don't care, Duke or no Duke. This has all got to get cleaned up. Are you willing to fight like that? No, 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 no. Are you willing to pray like that? That was an illustration. Because as strong as you are spiritually, you will be physically. Otherwise, you're going to be overtaken by the culture. See, I don't have to finish all seven of these. I can just leave it. I told you Joshua loves being around me sometimes. So I said one other thing to Josh. I invited him to go with me to watch the movie, Brian Banks. He said, no, I don't want to. Okay. He's going to because it's so powerful. It's a mandatory thing for young men to go see. All right? So I asked him, I I was talking to him, and I said, Josh, how's everything going? Pretty good. Okay. I said, Joshua, I'm talking about what I was just referring to. The strength of your prayer life will determine how well you can manage the culture, the lions. 
I said, Joshua, it's okay to live in Gainesville, but when Gainesville lives in you, that's not okay. Want me to break that down? It's okay to live here in Levy County, but when Levy County lives in you, something's wrong. I drive all over this county, and I see people who start things, and they don't stop mowing, they just don't finish their yard. Or they don't do this, or they don't do that. Let me tell you something. You watch that long enough, it will absolutely suppress you to be just like that. You must have a strong and powerful prayer life about his kingdom, about his will, and having faith in the Father. He started this. He's going to finish this. He's going to see me through all the way to the finish line. And I said to the Lord the other day, okay, Father, I didn't ask for this position, but you put me here, so I'm going to declare protection over all these schools. Are you willing to let God call the shots? Hmm. Better start praying in the morning. 1 John 5.14, pray with confidence. Of course, people who have confidence pray early. Here we go, check it out. 1 John 5.14 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his His will, he hears us. Prayer warriors approach the Father with confidence. So there are those who I'm responsible to, and they are over me at the district office. I feel much more confident talking to the Father than I do those who may be over me. Not because I don't like them, but because I know that they are just as human as I am. And their tendency to fail or to do it differently is on their plate, not my... Come on, church. You need to have confidence to go before the Father the creator of all things. Lord, can I talk with you? Can I share with you? Can I lay this before you? What's on my heart? Father, open up my eyes. Let me see what you see. May I have a new level of confidence with you so I can approach you. Okay, okay. Because I grew up in the old school, let's pretend this is the door. I'm trying to show you. He's made a better way. We don't need priests and everybody else to take the blood into the tabernacle. Whenever I go into Mr. Edison's office, I never walk into his office. We need to get some of that back in our culture. You don't barge into that type of level of leadership. But the Bible says that he's opened up, given us access so we can go boldly into the throne room and talk to how long has it been since you talked to the Father with confidence and laid it out? Because of the blood of Jesus Christ, you now have the opportunity to go boldly into the throne room as a child of the king and go, Father, I'd like to talk with you. Whew. I'm getting you ready to pray for schools. Any school that doesn't have the prayer circle of agreement is open to the enemy's attack. Did you know that? Listen closely. Matthew chapter 18, 19 and 20. So I'm going to ask in a few moments that you will circle together and you will pray in agreement. Now watch this. I know a little bit about human nature, not much. And that was being snarky. So I'm in my group and I'm praying for one of the schools, Yankee Town. <clears throat> and when I walk out of here, I just start blasting Yankee Town. You just blew up your prayer. Man, man, 
man, Mr. Weber's for real. He doesn't, exactly. If I stand in here and I go through a rhetoric of prayer and then I go out and I lamb blast Yankee Town or the administration or the SRO, you just blew your prayer away. <laughs> the power in life and death is right here, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew 18, 19, and 20. Again, I tell you, let me pull up. The Holy Spirit must be tagging something. It would be dangerous, literally, and it would also be dangerous spiritually. If I play cuckoo with Mr. Lott and Mr. Edison, but I get on Snapchat and I get on the Internet and I blast their leadership, I'm in trouble with them, that's obvious. But I'm also in trouble with him, that's obvious. See how that works? Pray in agreement. Listen, again, I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. Robin, come here, please. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. I waited six years. Want to give her one more round of applause? I waited six years to marry you. To come into covenant, that's marriage, to come into covenant so that, would you not say there's two people standing here? Hello, church, I'm almost done. You act, yes? Okay, I want to make sure my math is okay. There's two individuals standing here. What if I told you there's actually three standing here? He's here. Guess who I pray with more than anybody else? Yes. <laughs> Watch this. Where are all the married couples? Please stand. Married couples. Job. Ready for this? Don't freak out. Church, guess who I make love to? Better be you. I make love to my wife. We are in covenant relationship. She is my number one prayer support person. I can talk to her like I do my father. And you know what it does to us in our ceremony of covenant love? Pretend. There you go. It strengthens that. Everything starts at home. I can't bring him back, but Adam Lance will tell you. Nicholas Cruz will tell you. It started at home. Let's pray. Father, I thank you now that as we get ready to get into the groups, may we truly understand the power of approaching you. <laughs> thank you, Father. We can share with you, and you're waiting for us. Wow. We're going to cover all 11 schools in the district. Thank you for covenant relationships. And I pray for young people and young adults and adults who are looking for that covenant partner. May they open up the windows of heaven and may they pray with power and dignity till that individual shows up in their life. It doesn't matter what the lions are doing. It matters what the Father says. Now bless this house. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. 
It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.